This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and Dee. Listen, rate, subscribe. Hi, Lance. Hey. Hi, Dee. Hi, how are you? A lot better now. I know you're not playing no big hair from 9 to 10 o'clock. Oh, yeah, Ed. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. What are you up to today? Um, well, if I don't have to go out in the woods and bring another deer back, I'm just going to party and then do a deep fry tonight. Oh, nice, Voila. dude. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot. I always remember, it's, you know, I always forget the until I'm going to get something to eat at night. Yeah. I always forget about fish fry, and I'm dude. like trying to remember the one place I went to that was yeah. fantastic. That's so, I, I, dude, I swear to God, on my way in, I was like, man, I want fish fry so bad today. Yeah, it's we should just so start talking yeah. about a bunch of different fish fries fish that people fries. like. Yeah. Everybody totally. always has the favorite one, you yeah. know, <laughs> the best one yep. you've had. 100%. Yeah. The best one I've ever had is right here at Ed's Bar and Grill. In <laughs> <laughs> You're cooking for us, man. You're the best. No, dude. actually, there's a place up in Rhinelander. It's called Fisher's, a little resort, right about three miles east out of Rhinelander. Yeah. And their fish fry is better than mine. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. And it's very reasonable, too. Anyways, how'd your gig go down at Taste of Madison? Pretty good. Yeah, it was great, man. It was uh, awesome. awesome. Had good feedback and was fun. I got cool. done and then had to work. <laughs> so. Yeah, maybe next year I can catch it down there. I'm not going to Crandon next year. It's getting too crazy up there. Too many people. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Oh man, that was nuts. What the, it's fun. Yeah. What they have up no there? It's in, was it the uh, Cranberry Festival? What's up there in Crandon? He goes, no, that was it. I know, but the they have that. Race. They have that up there, yeah. isn't it? I don't know. No, that's at Warren's, Wisconsin. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, just between the Cedar and Toma, just north, that's mm-hmm. Warren. Uh, right off Highway 173, yep. I believe that is. Yep. Anyways, I'll let you get going. And, hey, when you do the uh, 9 to 10, no big hair, yeah. how about some king nothing so I can crank up my JVC? All right, man. <laughs> Have a great day, Ed. See you later. All right. I love Ed. Two months. We're we're two months away from visiting Ed's hood. Uh, hello, JJO. D, you guys have to try the fireside fish fry. Okay. Really? Yeah, and the thing is, it's not any more expensive than any other fish fry. But their baked fish and the butter that they put it in, you will bathe yourself in it. Yeah. Oh, dude. So do I have yeah. to have a ticket to the show to get the Firesides fish no, fry? Friday, no, Friday's no um, no show, so it's just the fish fry. I do recommend a reservation, though. Thank you, Shannon. I think we're a little late now, huh? You're welcome. Oh, no, you can do it now. Okay. Thank you. You can do it now and be eaten by five. Then the brandy old fashions are the bomb, too. Oh, oh dude. dude. Good information. It's right up the street from us. I know, right? Yeah, exactly. I'll put reservations for three, and we'll probably get kicked out. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds perfect, Shannon. (laughs) You get D staring up at the ceiling. (laughs) Yes, we'll bring your big purse because they give you free coleslaw and bread. We always have to take that home. Hell yeah. Free coleslaw and bread. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Shannon, have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Coleslaw sandwiches is what I'm going to have. Bring in my Ziploc bag. Yeah. <laughs> Pour it in. You walk it out. <laughs> Big pockets. Look as like you have three ding dongs. Jeez. Hello, JJO. Hey, I know you guys. Hey, 
All right. Good talk. JJO. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? How's it going? Awesome. Um, you guys want good fish fry? Uh, Fort 88. Oh, yeah. Patty's Pub in Fort. Patty's? Oh, yeah. Patty's is right on the corner by Verlo. On okay. that, you know, when you come yeah. in and brush past. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never had anything there. I stopped, and then I just continued on. I was about ready to go in there to have fish. I changed my mind. So it's pretty awesome. They also there, have huh? the best curds in town. Really? I really? I have to report that oh, to yeah. Avery. All right. All right. All right. So that 48 uh, I've been to, but I never had the fish. I had, you know, the smoked house stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you throw in some testament later, that would be awesome, too. Hey! Oh, yeah. You're speaking my language. <laughs> All right. Have a good day. Yeah. Uh-oh. This is going to turn into a whole Fish thing. fry and metal. Yeah. <laughs> <I love laughs> this it. is the greatest ever. How's it going today? Good. Hey. How are you? Um, I'm not too bad. Too bad. Luke Bryant's playing in my backyard tonight. Ooh. They start parking at 2 o'clock. What happened? Yeah, yeah. I live right on Highway 14 down by 92, so I might not even be able to get in my driveway. No <laughs> oh, kidding. man. You better oh, stock no. up right now. Costco run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that, that uh, uh, fireside uh, fish is really, really good. It's actually like a creamy peppercorn uh, sauce That's that two. they dip the fish in, and it's out of this world. Oh, my God. That sounds incredible. It's two people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they got a lot of shops inside there, too. I had family members that, that worked there. My my former wife used to be the uh, coat lady there, and, oh. you know, the coat check, and uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I've never – this is so uncultured yeah. of me, but I've never been there, so I need to do that. Oh, it's, it's, it's crazy. If you can get a show and a pro- program and a, and a meal and everything – for two Ooh. people, it's about one hundred and sixty, hundred and seventy dollars, <laughs> but it's it's well worth it. Oh, and then, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm glad it's no big hair Friday. Hey, you got any Floyd like high hopes? Oh, I don't know. Well, we'll look check it up, that yeah. out, dude. Awesome, An oldie but a goodie. Yeah. Thank you, sir. You have a great day. And you're my favorite turn there, D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the that's the nicest thing anyone has ever said to me. Wow, man! They have yeah, some that, that butter, incredible. that butter on that baked fish, that like whatever they were talking Bruh. about, that sauce. Yeah, that whole plate looks fantastic. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I love finding stuff out like I'm a big fat turd. It's and I, <laughs> I don't want to eat. <laughs> it's there's so many places to go to, so many awesome local joints. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to. Go to all of them. I know, because then I have my staples, and I'm not going to say the one in Waukesha I go to because I don't want it getting crowded over there. Uh, <laughs> but there's a place I go there all the time to the point where it's just like, it's too much. But I want to try all these different places. Dude, it's a fish fry frenzy. Oh, hello, JJO. Uh, good fish fry in Fort. If you go to Fat Boys. Oh, it really? Fat Boys? I didn't even know they did it. I I don't oh, know yeah, anything. But- and then on Wednesdays, they got all-you-can-eat wings and fries for 6 bucks. How is really? that? Until we showed up. <laughs> <laughs> they got good wings? Oh, yeah. And all if right. you want good pizza, I know it's a drive for you guys, but the bowling alley in Albany, it's a little six-lane bowling alley. is phenomenal. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. All right, dude. That's a good tip for Pizza for Thursday. Thank you. Oh, this is great. Hello, JJO. Hey, Oh, when you have a bad pick at eight, can you play the guy who's screaming at the F-35? 
in oh, North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. That's a- I think that would match up perfect. If it, only if it's a bad fake at eight, though. Not a good one. Just a bad one. And then send them on their way. <laughs> I love your idea. That's fantastic. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. So tomorrow is the first day of fall. That's crazy. Uh, are you a fan of fall? Huge, huge. Yeah, it's fat people weather, dude. Oh, yeah. Dude, I love hoodies, everything about it. There's food. I like the cold weather. There's no bugs. I don't want to have to mow anymore. I mean, it's just a plethora of just greatness. Yeah. You can wear shorts. You cannot wear shorts. You can, you know, it's it's the perfect weather. It's like standing inside, outside. <laughs> Don't ask me something about fall. I do. Wow, I had no idea. I'll keep going. Oh, the food. It's just the (laughs) best holidays. I've known you for a long time, and I didn't realize you were a fall fanatic. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. It's been some years, man. You didn't know that? Put the boner down over there. My God. I love fall so much. Uh, Lance's autumn boner officially springs at (laughs) 2.50 a.m. Eastern on Saturday. You said that. It came early right now. (laughs) Uh, So it's really late overnight tonight. Uh, the autumn equinox occurs when the sun moves directly over the Earth's equator, bringing the same amount of daylight and darkness on that day. The darkness. <laughs> I believe it in the color. So we should get around 12 hours of light and dark tomorrow. That's the only bad. That's that's it. That's the only bad thing about fall. Yeah. It's so like once it starts getting dark at like which this is gonna be later I know at like five mm-hmm. p.m. Mm-hmm. That's like I hate that. It's like just dusk at four forty-five. Yeah, <laughs> it's like dude, come on. And it just sucks because you're doing barn chores and the the pitch black and I don't know. I remember that from being a kid out on the dairy farm and being out there milking cows and it's friggin' pitch black outside. <laughs> it's happy hour? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, man, I just got out of school. What's happening? Uh, um, so uh, meteorologists and uh, climatologists split the year into four meteorological seasons. According to them, fall began on September 1st, but they're never right anyway, so who right. cares what they say? Um, there's going to be a very special full moon next week. It's called the Harvest Moon, and it's going to occur at, so wait, Eastern is ahead of us? Or yes, an us? hour ahead of us. Okay. So it's going to be at about 5 o'clock a.m. on September 29th. So four here. Uh, no, I already did. Oh, you already did the rounding. Yeah. Good work. <laughs> Shh. It's also the fourth and final supermoon of the year, which means it's going to appear slightly bigger and brighter than your average full moon. Um, winter is going to start Thursday, December 21st. Isn't that the hunter's moon, they call it? As Ghost would call it? Oh, yeah, winter's. The impending doom. You know, I always sit there and go when it's super hot, like those days where it's like melting on stage and all those things, and I'm like, man, I would love to have it be the fall weather. And then I, was, I always sit there and think, oh, Winter ain't too bad. And then I'm in winter and I'm like, oh, it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) 
I know. Uh, well, you know, I when we had those few chilly days here, I went through to make sure I had my long johns and my short gyms and everything all ready for winter. Mm-hmm. I need new barn gloves. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Mine had holes in them. It was the end of the season. They lasted two years, though. Looked like your socks. Yeah, totally. I know. <laughs> you got the Bugs Bunny hobo with toes sticking out. Yeah, it only happens sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I have some socks with patterns on them that I love, and I don't want to let them go. I know. <laughs> but you look like you got, like I said, the hobo. It's fine. My toe needs some air. <laughs> <laughs> this little piggy broke through. We thought uploading to the cloud was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, JJO. Hi. Yay. So we always have stories that are having something spill onto a highway, right? Yeah. It's, it's a common thing. Very, very common. Um, whether it be peanut butter or any sort of things. In this case, uh, road crews in Washington were left with quite the mess to clean up when a uh, semi-truck rolled over on Interstate 5, spilling loads of fish across the northbound lanes. Loads. Dude, hold on. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Give me back that filet fish. Give me that fish. Give me back that filet fish. Give me that fish. What if it were you hanging up on this wall? If it were you in that sandwich, you wouldn't be laughing love that. Uh, state, uh, Washington State Police said the semi overturned near the 205-mile marker in Arlington on Thursday morning, spilling fish, uh, fish across the roadway. Uh, crew was quite the miscleanup. They were stating that all the northbound lanes were closed from the cleanup. The vehicles were being allowed to pass the scene on the shoulder. Just slip it but, on Yeah, fish. and so that's the whole thing about this is the, the semi-driver, was he wasn't injured, but it, it sped to the side, shot all of the fish onto the road and it was tipped over you know because it looked like he jackknifed or something like final destination style but it shot all these fish and not only did his truck run over it but then all these other cars did it is the grossest fish paste yes and remember when i was telling you about the sushi that's i want this to ruin it for me that's Uh, why i'm not looking at it like don't look at the picture (laughs) it's bad because it has that resemblance but it's pink and it looks like oh like Pink God slime. wiped a booger on the highway. Mm. <laughs> uh, I have another spill in honor of National Ice Cream Cone Day. Exactly. Which spills is everywhere. Today. Everybody wants an ice cream cone. Now you can eat it from the sides. You can eat it from the top. You can lick it round and round like. I don't know that she's really talking about ice cream I don't cone. think she is. I don't think she is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so on Wednesday, a truck was hauling ice cream on the Pennsylvania Turnpike when it was hit by another truck that was attempting to pass it. The driver of the truck with the ice cream lost control, and the truck overturned, and ice cream spilled everywhere. <laughs> there you go, fish and ice cream. Perfect yeah. combo. Yeah. It was an ice cream slick. It forced officials to close part of the road for six hours to clean it up, and it was a hit and run, so they're looking for the other driver. The driver of the truck with the ice cream uh, did have some minor injuries, but, man, what a crappy day. Oh, man. Um, let's see. We have a... You could have a, uh, I started thinking about the fish with the ice cream. Could you imagine a bluegill sundae? Yeah, what's that? <laughs> There's that one ice cream place in, like, New York or something, and they make, they had the mustard ice cream, the cicada ice cream. Do you ah. remember those stuff? <laughs> 
Calm down. God. No, a bluegill ice cream. Stop it. <laughs> bluegill sundae. A concrete mixer made with cod. You're like, I'll <laughs> put some smelt on the top of that, please. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what's going on for National Ice Cream Day. Ice Cream Cone Day. What's your favorite ice cream? Like, I think I'm pretty sure I know, but... Strawberry or vanilla. Yeah. Yep. You're like If me. we're going with the classic. Me too. I like both of those. Those are my favorite, but... What's your favorite kind of cone? <sighs> like waffle cone or cake cone? I, yeah, both. I yeah. don't know. It's hard to say. I like the I like the waffle cone. I like the cake cone though. That's it's softer. It's mm-hmm. less harsh. The best Excuse. thing about the cake cone is the very bottom. Oh, when you get the little the little gusher. <laughs> yeah, dude. You knew exactly what uh-huh. I was talking about. Right at the end, you go <laughs> and it's a gusher. Or how about you dip fries? Everybody's done the fries and the oh, ice yeah. cream. You know what yeah, I mean? Totally. That's awesome. Uh, I love Blue Moon, though. Do you like Blue Moon? Uh, yeah. It's just, my ultimate favorite ice cream. I know. That's what I was waiting for you to say. You said vanilla and strawberry. Like, well, I know usually that, but, you're going with the top, yeah. But, well, yeah. The typical ones. Blue Moon's hard to find. But, pistachio. Yeah, I like pistachio, too. That is the jam. And, like, Blue Moon ice cream, I that's a Midwest thing. Yeah. It yeah, might it even just be a whisker. I think thing. it was, wasn't it Blue Moon? We, I think we've done this dive before, but Blue Moon's I feel made like we in have, Wisconsin. We do so many deep dives on stuff that some information <laughs> does not stay intact. <laughs> I know. And then, like, some of it gets crossed over. <laughs> Let's just, <laughs> we'll make our own truth. Yeah, and that's what my brain's all like, hmm. Yeah, well, here it is. Yes, Blue Moon is found mainly in the Midwest, Wisconsin and Michigan in particular. Yeah. It's found less frequent in the United States, uh, which... Sorry for you suckers. Uh, That's right. Yeah, Upper Midwest. It was. I'll share it with Michigan. I like po- Michigan. Yeah, including uh, most popular was that it was made in Milwaukee. There you go. And Lud- Some bitch. Yep. Smurf so, Blue Marshmallow Sweet. So with Wisco, we made the uh, Blue Moon ice cream and the frozen pizza. Well, son of a bitch. Oh yeah, well the, you know Blue Moon is my, well, and I say Superman. It's it's the one of the flavors that make up the Superman ice cream. Yeah, it's so, one of them in there. Yeah, yeah. but it's... Because the other one's like raspberry or something. The bubble it? gum. That's oh, the bubble most gum. disgusting ice cream. Mm, I've never had this Superman ice cream. I'm, if I'm if I'm somewhere that has Blue Moon, that's it's going down. Oh, yeah, Blue Moon's by far. That, pistachio, I, you, the cookies and creamer is always a, a great one. Yeah. You know, that, but, uh, oh, you know, maple. I yeah. Need maple. Oft overlooked. Oh, yeah. Cashew, you know. Yeah, for sure. Some bitch. Now you got to get the, the fish flavored one. Fish flavored. I'm gonna have the <laughs> deep fried. The cod sundae at Culver's. <laughs> <laughs> I try it. Sounds terrible. I try. <laughs> I bet you'd be good. It's just like the the fries. You I know? don't know, dude. Well, you got the salt. Well, you. I understand what you're thinking, but the fish flavor is a wild card in there. Yeah, that's a. Well, think about it. You dip it into tartar sauce, which is creamy. Yeah. I know where you're going. Yeah. Are we putting... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are we putting some pickles in the, oh. in the custard, or what are we doing here? No, that that's disgusting. Okay. That's, that's way too harsh of a flavor <laughs> to put with anything else besides just itself. Hey, speaking of pickle, did you try uh, Delta Brewing Company? Shout out, Delta Brew. Love you. Uh, they have a dill pickle ale. No, I'm assuming. It's tits, dude. It is so good. 
Really? So, yes. I, it's not, and it's not like super offensive. Oh, it's here, not, yeah. yeah it's PKL, they, they, they do the pyramid, the peri- uh, periodical table. Ah, periodic table. Close enough. <laughs> It's a periodical table. So, it, what do you know anything more? It's just a golden brown. It says golden brown color, gold nail. Yeah. Yeah, and it it's it's legit. I knew this is right. This try. is right down now, your alley. Now we did have a sour pickle beer in studio in the Trixie six pack one time. It was really sour and it was very uh, like super pickly, but this one is I could definitely drink a whole pint. This one's hazy. Very it's very. It's good. All right, uh, that's JJO News. That was teamwork there. Yeah. It was, you know. We'll keep going. We got it from both ends. (laughs) Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Speaking of fish, I was saying before, 31% of men, women are more likely to climax during their alone time than with their partner. That's right. So, Slapping the... <laughs> Slapping slap the, the salmon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, clam Sundays. No! <laughs> Let someone say shrimp with the... Yeah. Shrimp with cocktail sauce. You guys are sauce. terrible. I love it. Oh, I know. Steve texted it as shrimp mixer with cocktail sauce toppings. Blah! No! And shrimp's way worse than cod. <laughs> you know, it's such... It's a, so women typically have sex uh, six times a month, but 31% say they are more likely to climax during more some intimate alone time than with their partner. Indulging in some solo sex pleasure is considered to be a key act of wellness and self-care, according to 70% out of 1,000 women polled. Uh, 26% claim they feel more comfortable when enjoying such acts alone due to knowing their bodies better, 63%, not feeling rushed, 32%, and banishing insecurities, 19%. That's that one thing we were talking about the other day where they, you know, it was going into the, the darkness or, you know, mm-hmm. the not having to do that, uh, as well as uh, being able to tap into their own fantasies. That's 33%. Uh, but women typically reserve just 30 minutes a week uh, for me time with just 48% feeling that they have time in their schedules to dedicate to indulging in something they enjoy. Wait a minute. That's 30 minutes a week. Me time, just period me time, or like, That's their, like their, slapping their, the their, salmon yeah, me time? Their, yeah, the uh, sticky finger me time. A whole half an hour? Yeah, dude. Hot 30 damn. Minutes. They reserve just 30. What? <clears throat> yeah, I know. Take me like... Takes me like forty-five seconds. <laughs> Easy. You're like moving around. No wonder you're looking at the ceiling. <laughs> we'll do that in here. <laughs> I'm listen. I'm efficient. Efficient. Uh, oh. Oh. So Damn. Brittany. Uh, let's see here. Research is commissioned by celebrity found wellness drinks uh, brand G Spot to launch new flavor called Arouse. I don't know what the hell that has to do with anything in this story, but. Um, we believe that self-pleasure isn't just an intimate act. It's an act of self-care. Pleasure is an essential part of holistic well-being and is not a selfish pursuit, but, uh, but the truest form of self-care and discovery. We want to empower women to have the confidence to find themselves, uh, find time for themselves and all we need and deserve. All so, right. All good. There. That's, uh, well, that's the gist of it. I mean, there's other little... The average things. woman has sex six times a month. That's what it says, according to a thousand people. I mean, there's yeah. 345 million in this, you know, people in the United States. Yeah. I'm assuming that a thousand isn't really a. 
I feel like they're busy. Women need help with stuff, and then maybe they'll have more time for sex. Mm-hmm. Cause, and then feeling rushed during sex, too. Yeah, so this, this, this is pretty interesting. This is also the emergence of the top tactics to get into the mood. Uh, we're self-indulging and cluesing, you know, when you're getting ready to rock and roll. Fantasizing is 28. And so it's like you're tailgating before yeah. the event? <laughs> yeah. So, is that what's happening? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> fantasizing is the main one, right? Uh, watching okay. adult content, uh, reading erotic literature, and others while setting up comfortable space, and then having a warm bath or shower is 20%. So that's the lowest one, but having fantasies. Mine's just if, you know, a smooth breeze comes by. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, this chair rubbed my balls just right when I sat down. <laughs> I have a problem. My dad's the same way. He's 79. And yeah. he looks like he's like 50-something, right? Yeah. And he's the same way. He just, he goes and flirts on, with bartenders and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, damn, you know, look at that. Oof. Yeah. yeah I just, but do you know what to do if you got a hold of it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. You should hear some of the stories. I was just I about to say one, and I was like, I can't. <laughs> he told me some stories from like Navy times. To, I mean, some of them weren't that long ago. But <laughs> I chihuahua. Oh my god. Oh, it's awesome. That's crazy, though. I don't. The lack of orgasms during real sex. I think a lot of it, though, has to do with. The insecurities, mm-hmm. like you mentioned in there. Yeah, because we I think, what was the story we were doing earlier? It was like talking about faking and that dudes will do it. Yeah. How, I don't know how you fake it. Right. Remember we were talking earlier this week, it was like something, I was like, how do you not know? Right. You know? Aren't you like, where's the... I've had to do that once because I was on Citalopram. Where's though. the ropes? Yep. There's no snot. <laughs> <laughs> rocket, rocket, all of my rocket sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, citalopram like totally takes all of a sudden, like I said, you're pushing rope. That was what yeah. we were saying before. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it messes with mm. your uh, your ding dong. But and uh, yeah, and I think the insecurities go for, you know, whatever, whether you're male or female. And I think maybe maybe porn and Hollywood plays a role in that because mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy that middle aged women are worried about <clears throat> being unattractive because they have stretch marks or because, you know, whatever. They didn't shave their legs that day or whatever. And it's like, dude, uh, well, you, you you had some kids. You're mm-hmm. going to have stretch marks, and that's okay. Where, where You know, it's not like... And I don't even think that the youth anymore, like the, the young kids are expecting to have their partners have their you know the, the perfect body i think our college age kids that are experimenting are knowing that bodies are all imperfect hell yeah middle you age that looks like you know a balloon that's deflated yeah you know i could dig on it it's good <laughs> i like, love them you know, all. whatever <laughs> it's like uh, i don't know i just hate that there's that standard that's put in place you know and but i think that body positivity in that case has helped with people being more accepting of what they look like and whatever, but I I don't think it's quite hit that forty plus crowd yet. So I think we're we're advanced enough. I hate to say this because we ate cheese with plastic on it, but we're True. advanced enough because you think about why we're attracted to more athletic is because of procreation of looking at okay, well this person's has better DNA, their body type, they're going to less likely to have problems mm-hmm. if they're thin and athletic and things like that. So there is that deep-seated, yeah. you know, animalistic, because we're still animals, 
But at the same time, we're also a highly functioning, you know, right. conscious beings that know, hey, we have love, we have things like that. So when you look at, you know, like I said, my dad and I, I, I took right after him because I, like he said, I love them all, man. Yeah. <laughs> Big, small, old, young, you know, all of them. Yeah. You find the beauty in everybody. In everybody, for sure, for sure. I just hate that insecurities are stopping people from fully oh, yeah, like this. sharing themselves with their partners or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I deal with it now. Yeah. I mean, there's stuff that's like, I'm just, I'm like, how can you, and it's it's the shallow hell. You know when you're like, oh, I don't like this party, so they like, turn around, I don't want to see my, whatever it is, right? Right, right. And I'm like, well, what does it matter if I like it, though? right. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah, 100%. What does that matter? Right. I was like, you understand that, that that's what I'm saying. That's why it becomes like a mental thing because it's like, but I like it. Right. So if I'm staring at it and I'm telling you I like it, well, no, you don't. You're just saying that. No, I, dude, I like it. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Uh, nerd. Georgia dentist is now in the Guinness Book of World Records for having the world's largest toothpaste collection. <laughs> what? Oh, my. 2,037 different tubes of toothpaste. Uh, he has toothpaste with flavors like whiskey and wasabi. Yuck. Here's the nerd now showing off his record-breaking Nella. collection. My favorite ones, it's a set of whiskey flavored. It's rye, scotch, and bourbon. Don't brush and drive. As you can see, it's the world's largest toothpaste collection. Over here, we have toothpaste mostly like from Asia. Uh, we're talking Asia. Korea, China, Japan, with some unusual looks and flavors like bamboo, chocolate flavored. Chocolate flavored? <laughs> <laughs> We got bamboo, a chocolate flavor. <laughs> Where the hell's he from, dude? Uh, Georgia. Oh, Georgia. I Georgia. believe Georgia, yeah. Georgia. That's where that that, yeah. that Eastern Block sound came from. Mm-hmm. So, I was <laughs> what Guinness just, you know, you you, it's, you everybody could. We should do a Guinness Book World Record for like longest something. Yeah. Time to say something on the, anything. What the hell were we going to do one for? Oh, he was going to hug the most cats in 24 hours. <laughs> How many cats? I don't even know. How's he going to even do that? Well, you got to get people to bring their cats in. That's not going to happen. You'd run out at about 120 because people would be like, I'm not doing that. Well, then you just cycle them through again. I know somebody that walked across Legos. Yeah, but it was it was L.A. Beast. He was a you know um, YouTuber. You yeah, know? and but he uh, he has several, but some of his were like eating cactus and peppers and stuff like that. So he, and, and yeah. fastest in a minute. So a little bit more feats, you know. Right. Whereas there's stuff for like the like this. <laughs> I have the most toothpaste collected. Pretty cool, dude. I told you he was a nerd. First of all, uh, <laughs> and I love it. And he's got the uh, whiskey flavored in Aisha. <laughs> so uh, the novelty toothpastes, the ones that were whiskey, uh, whiskey, the rye, scotch, and bourbon varieties, uh, they were manufactured in the 1950s. They contained 3% alcohol. There is a wasabi-flavored toothpaste that he has as well. I was just trying to think of, like, what would be the grossest flavored toothpaste, and all I can Fish. come up with... <laughs> Is fish. 
We're back at it, folks. Dude, I know, because I was all like, well, oh. like a meat paste would be bad, but fish no, paste. No, because we eat meat paste. It's right. called Braunschweiger. I, exactly. Oh, I was I'd put like, that on a toothbrush. Yeah. I'd brush my teeth with that. Uh, let me lick your teeth. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrible. That's disgusting. You got to brush your teeth with Braunschweiger. Oh, my God. Back when I was a kid, we were so broke we couldn't afford toothpaste. <laughs> we use brown. We use brown sugar. <laughs> the hell? Oh man. Yeah. Uh, he. What a cute guy. I love it. I hope everybody finds a passion like that dude feels about his toothpaste. Yeah, collection. and he looks. He looks very non-threatening. You know what I mean? <laughs> For sure. <He's, laughs> Which means he's probably a sniper. The, yeah, on the cover of non-threatening <laughs> Mail Monthly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> if anybody saw me Friday, call the JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. So we've been th- do- talking about some weird things, obviously collecting toothpaste and things like that. I got another one for you here. Ready? All right. So belly button stickers are apparently all the rage in China these days, as a growing number of, of women are reportedly using them as a way of making their legs appear longer. I'm <laughs> so, <laughs> what? so this curious beauty trend going on in China right now, the young women are paying, um, well, I guess it's like 70 to a dollar forty. Uh, in our in American currency for sheets of temporary tattoos designed to look like a belly button, right? Okay. Stickers are usually placed on certain centimeters from their real navel, which is, is then concealed under their shirts. They, you know, their, their belly buttons hide, hit under the shirts, so they stick their navel up higher with a sticker <laughs> to make their torsos seem shorter and legs longer. Sounds pretty dumb, but uh, belly button sticker manufacturers are struggling to keep up with the demand, and Shut social media up. platforms. <laughs> and Shut up! Yeah, <laughs> Zhao Hongshu are being. How come I can read that and I couldn't read Isling? I, I, <laughs> I still can't say it. It's fine. But Aisheng Su are uh, being flooded with video t- uh, tutorials on how to use the temporary tattoos and clips showing these effects on the wearer. Uh, the result is pretty natural, and I think it looks better than my own belly button, one of the commenters oh said. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gives me long legs just like that. Uh, the f- what <laughs> the in the hell? <laughs> the fact that these fake navels are considered more visual pleasing than natural ones is another explanation of their popularity. Some people consider their belly buttons... Uh, Consider belly buttons that are round, fat, and protruding outward are not pretty enough, so they prefer to conceal oh them and keep God. the stickers on display. Uh, some Chinese news outlets credited the unexpected popularity of the belly button stickers to Chinese tradition, med- traditional medicine, uh, which states that the lower the abdomen must, uh, must be kept warm uh, to preserve the overall health of the body by keeping the fake navel exposed uh, users can wear high-waisted pants that cover the stomach while they're still rocking garments like crop tops. He's <laughs> rocking a crop top with a fake belly button sticker. Oh, my God. So, well, some on the social media page have been criticized. These belly button stickers are, are uh, for pro- uh, propagating unrealistic high beauty standards yeah! in Chinese society. Everyday users seem to love them. These stickers are not easy to drop off. Uh, not easy to drop off. They're non-reflective and even waterproof. One person wrote, "I'm willing to call them the most successful invention of 2023." 
Nobel Peace Prize. Nobel oh, Prize for my. not peace prize. Nobel Run Prize me for, over. for fake belly. Uh, it isn't just a fake belly button sticker. It's a cheating tool for forbidding farewell to my 50-50 body proportion. So what do you want? 60-40 top? What? <laughs> Want to walk around looking like Jack Skellington? I chihuahua. So, Come on now. It's yeah. Now we got to be worried about what our belly button look like. <laughs> this is a hell no. I mean, there's other crazy beauty trends, but this one has got to be the dumbest one I've seen. Ugh, it's tough to pick one. Yeah, but this is pretty stupid. Dude, you can get those butthole stickers. I'm sorry. We should take I'm one sorry. and have what? them. What butthole? butthole stickers. They have them. Have you seen them? Like our shirts, but on a sticker. What are we going to do with butthole stickers? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what aren't we going to do? We'll be the butthole bandits. We'll have them on every bathroom. Midwest family is <laughs> full of buttholes. Dude, we could, tell, we could put a butthole on the ham radio pig that's over there. Oh, that'd be great. A butthole on the giraffe. We'll stick them on our back so it looks like we have high, high butthole. <laughs> high butthole. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's crazy. I don't have any idea what the hell. I. Uh, you tell you tell me, man. I don't know what it. it how does it look? And I'm looking at some of the pictures here, and it it's so weird looking. You know how it's it's got it. Take a look at this this uh, belly button sticker. I don't like that. Yeah, but how do you know if it's going to be the same color as you? I don't know. So you stick that on, and all of a sudden you just see this round, non-tan and also, mark. Like, like chill out. Who the hell's in there staring at your belly button? And how did we decide what was a good-looking belly button and what isn't? I don't know. That's weird. Stop it. Yeah. Well, they have the Audi and the Innie. Yeah. I'm assuming an Innie that's like oval-shaped, you know, is probably a good one, right? I don't know. I've never thought about what I find attractive in a belly button. Here, let's before. see your belly button. No, I'm not <laughs> taking my shirt off. Last time I took my shirt off, I got, got, I got pregnant. Okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm like, wait, there's no farm people back there. I, I guess I could take my shirt off. <laughs> no, it's weird. I know it is. Let's That's... see. Let's see what the people think. Hello, JJO. Doesn't that just make your pelvis look longer? Yeah. It's yeah. not like raising your crotch. Right. Right. That's I, it. I don't understand it, but it's like it's the hugest rage over there. They're claiming it's like an optical illusion. Yeah. Yeah. Unreal. <laughs> Dude, I know. So you, you get home and you take, you take off the shirt and you got two of them. How do you explain that? Yeah, exactly. That's what we were looking at was a picture of both of the belly buttons. Yeah. That's weird to say, too. But I was like, no, I don't like any of this. I'm going to do the dog nipples, you know? Is it like you know? 3D? Is it like a puffy sticker? No, or is it just no. flat 2D? It's, a, it's, it's just 2D, 2D. but it looks, it's got shading to look 3D. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's, uh, it's it, it don't look that great. I don't be, understand. Is a sticker? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What was we that? Lost. Oh, we, we lost, lost him. him. He's all the way in Albany. Hello, JJO. Hi. How are you guys this morning? Good. How are Pretty you? Good. Wonderful. Do the fake belly buttons taste like a belly button? Oh, like a scratch and sniff. It smells like <laughs> Dude, d- dirty yeah. lint. <laughs> I used to love those yeah. things. The scratch and sniff stickers yeah. were the you know, it, If it tastes like a belly button, then I would buy them. 
<laughs> I love your kink, dude. All right, I'm not here to kink shame you. Have a great weekend. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, scratch and sniff He's butthole. Like, All right, thanks, man. Scratch and sniff butthole stickers. No. No. <laughs> no. Just because you can't invent it doesn't oh, mean you should. Oh, that is fantastic. Ay, ay, ay. I don't understand why. Team they th- yeah, they think it's because basically it just sticks up up here, but then it looks like your nipples and your belly button are like in a little small triangle. Yeah, the proportions just aren't. Yeah, haven't right, you ever heard right. of the golden ratio? Right, exactly. That ain't right. You're gonna look weird. Yeah, thank you. And also, just knock it off. Your belly button's fine, for Christ's sake. I'd like to get one and put it on my forehead. Yeah, totally. <laughs> He's got a belly button on his forehead. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but J.J.O.